Hi and welcome very much to the Adventist Voice Podcast. This is going to be episode 51 and it's been quite a growth. Uh, thank you so much for always being a listener on this uh, podcast. Thank you for following me on Spotify. Thank you for, um, if you pray for me, thank you so much. I also pray for you. The audience is really growing and uh, I think pretty much uh, currently we cover like every major country around the world and it's something to thank God for. Uh, tonight I just wanted to talk about the awesomeness of God and talk about how we rarely understand the ways of God. Even though we like to pretend that we, we understand the ways of God, but the Bible says that the ways of God, the knowledge that uh, God has is just too wonderful for us. And I want to illustrate this with... Uh, a personal experience that I've had in my Christian work and why up to now uh, there's some some certain things that um, I will never understand and we'll, and we'll just have to obey by faith and just keep praying that God strengthens my faith in regards to these things, in regards to these um, statutes and these doctrines. Uh, yeah, so before we begin, as usual, we usually pray. So we are just going to pray. Uh, Jehovah God in heaven, thank you so much for this night. For episode 51, Jehovah God, we want to discuss your word. And we want to dissect your word, Jehovah God, my father, in Isaiah chapter 55 from verse 8 to 11. Pray that the Holy Spirit may open our, our hearts and open our minds, Jehovah God, to receive your word. And Jehovah my father, that nothing that I speak may come from my own understanding. For my own knowledge, Jehovah God, which comes from the world, but which comes from your word. Help us to understand you better. For this is my prayer in Jesus' name. Amen. So the personal uh, experience that I want to share is about tithing. So I've shared here that I really, really regard tithing highly. And I've tried as much as I can to tithe consistently. Like that 10% increase... Um, that is commanded in the book of Proverbs chapter 3. Uh, I've always tried so much to tithe 10% of every increase that I have. And my initial understanding of what tithing was and what it was supposed to achieve is that, you know, just as the book of Malachi says that trust me in this, the Lord is saying that trust me in this and test me by giving me 10%. If I will not open the floodgates of heaven and bless you uh, with abundance, then, um, you know, that you will not be able to contain it. And Proverbs chapter 3 says that your words will never run dry. Yeah. So there are some promises that are attached to tithing. And um, there's, also, there's also somewhere that uh, David is saying, that obedience is actually better than the sacrifice of a thousand rams uh, because God does not command us, does not demand uh, from us uh, sacrifices, but he demands from us obedience. And so reading some of these verses uh, sometimes are conflicting for me and I find it that, okay, I've been tithing consist consistently uh, for this while. <laughs> And then the, the economy hits, like it has hit right now, and 
you find that your vats are not overflowing. Like you don't really feel like your vats are overflowing. And, you know, you might even lose your job. You might run into calamities that actually make you go bankrupt. And sometimes you can just sit down and just ask yourself whether it's worth it, whether the promises of God still holds, whether it even applies to us. But to not today in the evening while I was thinking about all these things, my mind went back to uh, the book of Isaiah chapter 55 from verse 8 to verse 11. And my conclusion was that we don't understand, sometimes we don't understand the ways of God. The ways of God are too wonderful for us. So I'm just going to read um, Isaiah chapter 55 verse 8 to 11 so that we just understand uh, what the Bible is saying and then we can expound it from there. So the Bible says, um, from verse 8, it says, For my thoughts are not your thoughts, nor are your ways my ways, says the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. For as the rain comes down, and the snow from heaven, and do not return there, but water the earth, and make it bring forth and bud, that it might give seed to the sower, and bread to the eater, so shall my word be that goes forth from my mouth. It shall not return to me void, but it shall accomplish what I please, and it shall prosper in the thing which for which I sent it. So when I was thinking uh, about this word in regard to my personal experiences with tithing, and perhaps you can even relate it to your personal experiences with other aspects of your faith, um, that... Maybe you expected something to happen in a certain way, you know, just from your uh, understanding of the scripture and it has not happened that way. So you go back to the scripture and sometimes you can even doubt whether scripture, whether that part of the scripture, whether you interpreted it correctly or whether it still holds, yeah? And so when I was thinking about it, um, it just came to me, uh, something just hit me that, I really, as a human being, I don't understand God's ways because God's ways are too wonderful for me. The Bible says in Psalms chapter 139 verse 6 that you hem me, that just from verse 5, that you hem me in, behind, and before, that you have laid your hand upon me. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me, too lofty for me to attain. Yeah. Other verses are saying that such knowledge is too wonderful for me, um, too great for me to understand. I think sometimes our limited understanding of things, and this this also sometimes affects our interpretation of some um, Bible verses where we like to interpret some Bible verses to suit our needs or our circumstances or uh, our way you are ways. But when I thought about what God is saying in Isaiah chapter 55 from verse 8 to 11, God is actually promising that, look, everything that I've spoken, yeah, everything that you read that I've spoken, every promise that I've spoken, every warning that I've given, and every judgment that I've passed, 
it shall not return to me void. That is without accomplishing that which I have sent it. And so we can see this even with prophecies, we can see this with judgments. Some of the judgments that are passed upon um, the generations that have passed, um, when you really look at the history of Israel, if God said that this is this thing is going to happen to you, that thing would happen to you if you do not repent. If God pronounced a blessing upon someone, that would that thing would happen unless they did something or committed something that would make God change course. Uh, good examples are Solomon. Solomon started really well. I mean, on the day of his coronation, actually the glory of God came upon the temple. Yeah, and this was a young man whom who started so well with God, and God promised him that his lineage or his uh, house would rule um, over the nation of Israel forever. But the Bible says that Solomon took in too many women and these women corrupted him and at some point he was worshipping all manner of gods and so uh, as a result God pronounced judgment upon Solomon and split the kingdom. So when I was thinking about this issue of tithe, you know, sometimes we like to pretend that we know what God meant, yeah? And we do not want to seek the Holy Spirit and uh, uh, seek the guidance of God to understand what actually he meant. And when I was thinking about it and I was saying, okay, so how come I'm not seeing the increase? Because in my mind, in my limited thinking as a human being, I'm thinking that the only way that God can um, bless me is when the blessings manifest in terms of my bank account. And so unless I see that my bank account is increasing, uh, because technically I'm giving God money. Yeah? So my thinking is, okay, I'm giving God money, real hard cash. Yeah? So why can't he give it back to me in real hard cash? But the ways of God are higher than our ways. And God cannot be boxed into our desires. And we cannot say that, God, I want you to bless me this way because I want your blessings this way. So God knows um, whatever you want, whatever you need. Actually, God says that whatever you need, is your needs are already known to him. Yeah. And so even prayer is not uh, an exercise to change God's mind or to make sure that God gives you exactly what you ask for or something like that. Prayer is communion or um, fellowship. It is a time for you just to talk to God as to a friend. Uh, but back back to the tithing issue is that when I'm, I'm just counting my blessings, I, 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 I tend to see that Looking back, you know, connecting the dots, I can see that in a way, not even in a way, but in a big way, that God has really come through for me, yeah? I don't think there's any period in my life where I've, I've really been down and say that now I have no job and I don't work for anyone. I'm not in employment. Um, I'm... I'm um, what is it called? I'm self-employed. And 
the thing with self-employment is that it is seasonal. So sometimes you might be riding high and sometimes it's really, really bad. The market is bad. But when I look at my finances and the way they have been is that they have been very, very consistent. So I've never been in a period where I had no work and then I had to beg for bread and I had to beg friends and I had to really struggle or do some things to make ends meet. I've never seen that in my life for the past now four years since I started self-employment. And I think it's, it is just the working of God. Yeah. And it is just the hand of God, which sometimes I do not see because I'm so stuck in, um, in thinking that God should bless me in a particular way, that unless he blesses me in that particular way, then that is not really blessings. That Those are things that I deserve. So the point of my message today is that we just need to understand that God's ways are higher than our ways. There are some things that God will pronounce in your life um, that will really take a long time to come. Sometimes I just think that, you know, even if, some of the things that I desire take a long time to come or never get to come at all. As long as I'm in God's presence and as long as I'm in tune with God and, in, and you know, um, doing his will, then everything is going to be fine. Um, there's a Bible verse from the book of Job that I like where Job was so adamant in his love and for God and in his steadfastness that he says that even though he slays me, that even though God will slay him, you know, but still he will trust in God. I, do, I don't know what 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 might happen, uh, but, but I think God always has our best interests at heart. It's, it's, just like, it's just like a parent. You know, when you're a parent... And you're always worried about your child. And your child has, has different desires, of course. But you always know what is best for this child. You know, if you go to the convenience store or to, um, what, is, what is it called? To um, the superstore and your child wants really this toy. And they are crying and, you know, throwing tantrums. But you have only about, you know, let's say you have only $20 to spend or uh, in Kenya it's about 20, 2,500 shillings to spend and you know that at that point the best thing for that child is not for you to buy them uh, a toy worth $18 but to buy them groceries so that they don't starve when they get back home and I, th I just think that from just what I've described, that even some of these issues that like tithing, we really understand even the meaning and even the spiritual meaning of them. Now I've come to understand and I've come to, to realize that we don't tithe to be blessed. Yeah, We tithe because we have already been given. So you're not tithing, for instance, when you're just speaking about tithing, you're not tithing because you expect to be given more. You're tithing chiefly because you've been given and you're expected now to give 10% of your increase. So God has already blessed you 
by the time you are tithing by the time you are uh, setting apart the 20% the the 2% the, the, the 10% i mean and the 10% the 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 abundance of blessings when when malachi says that i will open the 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 windows of heaven and pour blessings on you such that you will never not have any room to store it i've checked that verse again and again and again and i've never seen that i'll open the windows of heaven and pour on you money such that your bank account will not be able to hold it all i've just come to realize that money is a money is a product of hard work and ingenuity and that god in his mercy and in his um wisdom just give everybody an equal chance you know to earn a living even the wicked um there's that parable of uh, the talents where uh to one person was given five talents to the next person was given two and then the last person was given one you realize that the 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 master knew all along that the servant that was given one was a wicked servant all along i don't i don't think that he was so surprised that the wicked servant decided to bury the money but that story just tells me that god is just like god is just and god loves all his children it's just the same way with parents whether your child is wayward or uh, you know um indisciplined or something like that you cannot deny them food during the dinner at the dinner table you will still give them you will still love them equally and you will still give them clothes you will still pay their school fees even though they deny you you know because just because of the love that you have for them as a parent and i've realized that money 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 is not is not a, a product of prayer i'm not saying that you cannot get money through praying but i'm not, i'm just saying that money uh is is not a direct product of prayer where you can say that okay i'm just going to pray here for the rest of this month and then hopefully uh someone will just pay my rent out of the blues or somebody will just be paying my bills as i pray and serve god i i i think economics is is a, a tricky topic that uh, we don't understand sometimes we don't understand as christians how uh, blessings come especially material blessings and it leaves room for us to be manipulated by the the wolves in sheep skins so that's that's how it comes that you know a pastor will go on stage and say that unless you tithe 10000 uh, dollars or you tithe uh, 1000 euros and keep tithing keep tithing and keep giving offerings you know god will not bless you yeah that you will remain poor that they they tend to make it as if that tithing and wealth are like very related yeah that the more you give to the church or the more you give to the pastor the more you are going to have more money yeah but 
ever since I've been studying this for myself, I've just come to realize that sometimes things don't work directly that way. That the rich will still get rich because they have the right connections, that they con because they control top their capital, because they make good financial decisions, because they have the right networks, because of so many things that if you do not do those things like saving for rainy days, like making uh, business decisions that are right, um, like uh, taking advantage of opportunities around you, just working hard, no amount of tithing will save you out of, you know, poor financial decisions. That's what I've come to realize. And I, 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 these days, and I think this is going to be my prayer henceforth, is that God may just help me to understand his ways yeah so that before i even teach something before i even talk about something before i go about doing something in my life that i may understand it fully and understand it from god's perspective about what does god want me to do in this area and why does god want me to do it this way if god is saying look avoid adultery Avoid fornication. Why is God doing that? Why is God saying that and warning us against fornication and adultery and all these things? Yeah. Why are we not supposed to be stealing or coveting or having, um, you know, uh, selfish ambition or being, being full of strife and wrath and all these things? So... We really need to understand first, but some there's some things that we'll never come come to understand. Yeah. However much we study, we'll never come to understand some of the reasons why God is saying we should not do some some certain things, and that is where faith should kick in. That now we should obey God's word without questioning, and just trust that God has your best interests as her, at heart and that his ways are indeed higher than your ways and he understands better why he said that what he said. So um, thank you so much for listening and I hope that you read the word for yourself and after you have read the word for yourself you can just email me at uh, aquandofred aquando15 at gmail.com that is uh, a k w a n d o 15 at gmail.com or you can just leave me a comment on spotify and tell me what you think um otherwise thank you so much for uh listening and i'll keep making more of these recordings and i hope that even as we gear up to uh, enter into 2024 uh, we shall be st still be studying together and spreading the word of God uh, abroad may God bless you and your families and may we meet again for the next episode uh, bye bye